Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Shane Ahmad. You're listening to the Slick Talk Podcast Show. Um, this is going to be a, uh, a a very, you know, sad show here. Um, I am doing, well, I'm going to talk about uh, three deaths that's happened this week. Um, three people that I know, um, well, knew, passed away on September the 11th, early uh, in the morning, around 3, 3 a.m., 3.30 a.m. They were killed in a automobile accident in uh, Chester, South Carolina. They were hit head on um, from a truck that was going the wrong way on the particular road or interstate where they were. Um, it's a, it's, there's no real reason. There's really no, the investigation is still going on. No one really knows why the particular truck was driving down the wrong, the wrong way. Um, and the three gentlemen who I know, um, they all for unfortunately died uh, due to their injuries of the car, this car wreck. Um, it's, it's really crazy. And I wanted to do this show specifically for them. Um, you know, remember their, their life, the legacy and things like that. Um, and, you know, if in, and kind of give updates to people who may have known them and don't know exactly what's going on or, or the details behind everything. Um, it made us want to know, you know, a little story from someone, uh, who, who I knew Tommy more than I knew, um, Daniel and Treshawn, but I'll go ahead and get into that. You know, rest in peace to all three of those guys. My heart goes out to their families, their friends, their loved ones. I send all my condolences for this freak accident. Um, the person who hit them that was in a pickup truck. Um, they that person also died as well. And there's an investigation going on and the coroner in that particular county is doing a um, waiting for the toxicology report to basically find out what was in this person's system while they were driving. You know, were they drunk? Were they high? Were they under the influence of something um, to cause the death of three people? There was a fourth person that was in the car with Tommy, Daniel and um Treshawn, who was in the car with them, who survived the wreck, and they um, had severe injuries and had to have surgery. Uh, I also know of this person as well. I know their name and all like that, but I'm not going to, you know, release that right now. I'm going to let them uh, be ready to do that when they want to do that, if ever. Um, I'm going to respect their uh, privacy at the moment because this is an extremely traumatizing uh, situation for anyone involved or anyone who knew these people i can imagine how traumatizing this probably was uh for the crews on the interstate or people driving by apparently a truck driver saw the crash or saw that the car was on fire uh the honda that the four gentlemen were in was on fire he stopped his truck took his uh fire extinguisher and you know tried to help uh, distinguish the fire and um, until authorities got there. And unfortunately, when they got there, these three men who I know were deceased. And it's just unbelievable, um, especially when I give you give you guys a little story, a little back back story behind it. Um, first, I'm going to talk about the first person whom I knew. Uh, I met Daniel uh, many years ago. Uh, I think it was around 2012. I had moved into this new apartment off of um, Broad River Road here in Columbia, South Carolina. And I had just moved in there and 
um, I remember us, we were part of like some little Facebook group where we would talk about things and, and, uh, and, you know, make fun and things like that. And I was throwing a little small, uh, get together at my house for some people to come over. Cause you know, it was my new apartment. I was having a little housewarming and stuff like that. And I invited him and, uh, Daniel came over and, um, was, was really cool was a very cool person you know kind of shy acting um at you know at a particular time in life you know, it was really cool and you know um i just thought they were really cool and and, and talked well and i was very humble and had a lot of energy had a lot of aspirations in life and things like that you know he really looked after his mother um she was very important to him um and all that and I would, you know, go on to live my life and Daniel would go on to live his life after my my housewarming gift party that I had for everyone. And I would run into Daniel um, sometimes here in Columbia. I would see him out at a restaurant or I'll see him in Charlotte somewhere. He, you know, he did a lot of traveling um, and stuff like that. You know, he, he was a busybody. And, you know, I would see him out and we would speak and, you know, stuff like that and acknowledge each other and, and things. And um, unfortunately, I would see him a lot often when I was at work because I worked downtown and I would see him down there. So I wasn't really able to have a lot of conversation. And every now and then we would, you know, check in on check in or talk on Facebook. Um, so that's how I knew uh, Daniel. Um, it, I, it, I always had a, a hard time pronouncing his last name. Edwin, Edwin, I think is how he pronounces the name. Uh, here we go. Daniel Edwin III. He was 29 years old. Um, you know, rest in peace to Daniel. Also, Treshawn Simmons, uh, who's from Charleston, North Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I met Treshawn at the gym. Treshawn was uh, frequent the gym that that I you know often would go to, and I ran into him at the gym and, and uh, realized that we live not in the same apartment complex but like in adjacent apartment communities or whatever. So um, he was pretty cool. It, you know, a couple of times, you know, he um, wanted to know if I was going to the gym or wanted to, you know, we talked a lot about uh, guns. We both were gun collectors and things like that. And, you know, he wanted to, you know, you know, wanted to know if he could catch a ride to the gym with me or something like that. And, you know, a couple of times I didn't mind it or whatever, but I eventually moved away from that apartment community and we just kind of like lost contact Every now and then, I would run into him at the gym, and he would speak, and you know, kind of go about our business. And um, you know, then I followed him on social media, um, so that's how I kind of kept up with him and things like that. Um, that was it was very, a very brief, a brief thing of you know knowing Trayshawn, but you know, it was it was no no hate or nothing like that. He's always just real cool, but you know, we just really were kind of two people who had like you know different you know we we, we like the gym we like to work out we like cars i mean not cars but uh guns and stuff like that other than that you know we didn't really seem to have a lot of similar similarities to like you know become like really really cool friends but, but it was always respect you know daps you know things like that um so rest in peace to trey sean uh simmons and back to uh daniel daniel ewing edwing the third 29 uh his funeral is actually going to be held se september the 17th at saint amork missionary baptist church um in allendale south carolina uh, bfk funeral home has his body 
you guys can contact BF Cave. That's B F Cave C A V E Funeral Home in Allendale, South Carolina. His funeral will be on that particular day. Um, I for, I forgot what time the guy said. I think he said like twelve o'clock. But you guys can you can go look it up, and uh, we'll give them a call and see. Um, also, Treshawn Simmons. Um, his funeral is actually going to be on Tuesday, September the 22nd at 12 o'clock p.m. at McCall McCarmel United Methodist Church in North Charleston, South Carolina, I believe. Um, yeah, so that's when his funeral is going to be. And uh, Tommy, a guy who I'm going to go ahead and, and talk about, Tommy Grant, uh, Gant, is... Uh, I knew Tommy more, uh, a, little, a little more. Me and Tommy were, were really, really pretty cool. Um, we never stayed in contact, like, often, because I'm one of those types of people who, like, I am not going to be badgering a person to text me or call me. I'm one of those kinds of people. I'll send you a message or two and, you know, hope that you can get back with me. Because if you don't get back with me, I'm going to assume you don't either want to be bothered or you're just extremely busy in life and you hadn't had a chance to, or you just may unintentionally just didn't notice that I messaged you. So I don't really honestly get too upset about that kind of stuff. So me and Tommy were really cool. We would, uh, we would hang out sometimes in the middle of the night. Like I worked nights and, uh, Tommy was always up night. So we would, you know, uh, meet up and we'd go watch him. We'd go to the movies. We'd go, um, hang out at the, you know get some st- stuff at the gas station and just hang out and talk and stuff like that and and just talk about things and I knew that he had a lot going on and you know in his particular life some that was positive and some that w- were not so positive and I could tell he needed someone who was older and not family to talk to about things and get points of views on stuff and um, so I would do that. So I would often, you know, hit him up. And, uh, and sometimes he, you know, would take forever to respond. And he and he told me, you know, with some of the issues that he had has going on causes him to not be able to really be consistent with communication, which I understood and respected, honestly. Um, and I never pressured him, you know. So whenever I heard from him, it was always really good. And um, so Tommy was really cool. Tommy liked to cook. Um, he would, uh, I would often talk to him on the phone. I would say, what did you eat today? He would say, oh, I had rice and meatballs. I'm like, what? Who the hell eats that? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I guess that's a combination, you know, stuff like that. And the last job I remember him uh, working, which, um, he often didn't really care for was he was working at Red Robin, um, and stuff like that. Cause I remember one time he was looking for a job. He wanted to come work at the, uh, post office with me. But, you know, he worried about transportation getting there. And then I was going to try to get him on at a pharmaceutical plant here where they were hiring. And he wanted to do it. But I remember him saying, you know, he was going to have transportation issues to get over there, which I understood that. But, you know, he found his own way, you know, found it, found him another job and things like that. And um, really cool person, you know, like, you know, um, a people's person. I think Tommy enjoyed other people than he enjoyed himself. Oftentimes I realized like if he was alone, um, that's when, you know, his depression and stuff would kick in and, 
and things like that. So that's why he would just randomly text me or call me at, in the middle of the night because he knew I was up because I worked nights or I might maybe at the gym or I get off work and I'm still, you know, amped from work. And, you know, and he would call and I would always answer and things like that. And the, the weird, haunting, troubling situation about Tommy, because I, like I told you guys, I was closer to Tommy um, than Daniel and Treshawn. Uh, just hours before Tommy passed away on Instagram, he reached out to me um, to check in on me. And he was like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. You know, are we still cool? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, we're cool. Now, I wanted to say, yeah, we're cool, dude. You don't, you know, you told me you, you don't do good with staying in contact with people. And I, and I respect it because <laughs> as you're not good, I didn't say this, but this is what I'm thinking, guys, you know, trying to make light of the situation. As you're not good at staying in contact with people, I'm not good forcing them to stay in contact with me as well. <laughs> so, you know, I hit you up. You don't respond. It's just, it is what it is. You know, um, I just wish you the best. So Tommy hit me up um, several hours before this tragic accident. And it, and I was like, hey, are you, you know, how are you doing? And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. As a matter of fact, let me pull my phone out. I'm going to read it to you all um, and let you, let you guys kind of understand, you know, how haunting this is um uh we were talking and um i could just he was you know giving me these one worders he was hitting you know messaging me with these one words through through instagram and i said are you i said you okay he says not really i said whatever it is has you awake he says it it was but it's cool and I said, okay. Um, and that was it. That was, that was on Saturday night, Saturday evening at 7.42. Well, at 7.42 p.m. is the last thing he texted me. He said it was, but it's cool. So basically something was bothering him. And Tommy would often hit me up. Not saying he did it all the time when he was bothered, but a lot of, honestly, when he was bothered about something... He would message me or reach out to me because he needed someone like he felt had wisdom and a little older who could kind of like talk him off the ledge or make sense of stuff. Because I would tell Tommy straight up, hey, look, you don't need to be hanging around everybody. You know, um, some, you know, you, sometimes you just you just have to just learn to not do so much until your time comes. Sometimes you have to sit home. You know, sometimes you have to just watch TV until it's time to go to work until your time comes to where, you know, you get your car and get your own place and stuff like that. Um, you have to love yourself and be able to deal with yourself, because if not, it's going to be hard for anyone else to want to do that as well. You know, so I used to tell him those kinds of things and, you know, he would listen to it. And I think I used to try to help him out. And I and when I asked him in the in the message, I said, whatever it is, has you awake? That was my way of saying without saying Hey, what's bothering you? You know, you know, does it have you still up? What's what's going on? And he said it was, but it's cool. And that was on 7:42 p.m. That's you know Saturday, which was uh, September the 10th. And then I responded at I guess I was asleep at 10:53 p.m. I said okay, and um, that was it. So you know, I go through the day or whatever. I get up, go to the gym, do all kinds of stuff. Later on that evening, Sunday, September the 11th, which is already a 
a horrible day in American history with September 11th and happened at uh, the World Trade Centers in 2001 when the terrorists attacked, the, uh, flew the planes into those buildings and at the Pentagon. Well, I'm scrolling on Facebook and I see that Daniel is in a uh, has a R.I. Someone has a picture of Daniel and they have a R.I.P. sign above his head. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what you know, what happened? Oh, man, you know, um, you know, because I would often see them post regularly. And I'm thinking I'm just, I just saw you post something like a day or two ago. Like what? You know what happened? And then, you know, I started researching and realized that he was involved in an accident. And then um when they start, it's when I heard that there were other people in the car, I was thinking, "Oh my gosh, um, Treshawn and Tommy hangs and rides with and goes along with uh, Daniel often, you know, wherever they're going and stuff like this." I wonder who those other people in the car. And then, then the reports they said that the other three people were killed. I mean, you know, t- you know, the three people in the car with Daniel were killed, including Daniel. So I'm thinking, oh, my God. So I do research, do some research. I get some stories on the, on social media. I find out that the other person is Treshawn and I'm freaking out. So I magically, you know, um, immediately text Tommy because I'm thinking, oh, my God, Tommy, did you hear what happened to your friends? Are you know, are you aware? Are you awake? What's going on? I didn't get a word from Tommy and something was saying what if that was Tommy in that car with them? And I was like, oh, well, I don't know. But in my spirit, I knew something was wrong. And uh, later on that particular day, I, I did some more research where, you know, more information was coming out. Comes to find out, unfortunately, my buddy Tommy was also killed in that car wreck. And it's just really haunting and just unbelievable that he would reach out to me just hours before this tragic incident happened and let me know, you know, to tell me that, you know, something was bothering him, but clearly he didn't really want to talk about it. And that was it. You know, and that was it. No more. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, since that's happened, I thought to myself, what, you know, what was I supposed, you know, was I supposed to pray for him, Lord? Like, what, what was I supposed to do? You know, I, I, I didn't know anything like that would happen. Um, Tommy was so young, had so much life ahead of him, um, had so much inspirations. He had so many questions that he had asked that he wanted to find out and figure out about himself and his life and things like that. And, you know, just to see that, you know, all that was just taken away from him, from a person who drove down the wrong way and also died. And just, you know, that this person is all three of these these grown men are, are gone and there's no one to blame. There's no one you can beat up or curse at or put in jail. They're, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. You know, only to live in our memories and things like that, which they will always will. You know, we will always think of this, but um, to just to know three people just to be killed like that. And, you know, one I was fairly close with. Um, it was, it was just it just was a, sh- a shitty week to really be honest. Let me be quite honest with you guys. A very shitty week, you know. Um, and unfortunately, I know Tommy's body is at Levy's funeral home in Columbia, South Carolina, off of Taylor Street. Um, at the moment, they do not ha- they, uh, f- the the um, funeral service have not been uh, 
arranged yet. There's no time or, or anything like that. Um, you know, I don't know if this, you know, these funerals going to be open casket, closed casket. I don't know things. I don't know that. Um, but, you know, it's amazing because I know on social media uh, that I think, yeah, Daniel posted just a couple days prior to, you know, to these guys being killed in the car accident of all three of them standing up together with their uh, backs turned to the to the camera. And I was just thinking like, huh, this is this is weird. And it was uh, strange for me because I had never seen Tommy in a photo with them like that. And I was thinking, oh, OK, you know what's going on. And just a couple days later, you know, they're all passed away. Just just crazy that 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 w- I've lost. I, 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 I've seen people die in my life at 35 years old. I've seen many people come and go. But that particular one is going to always stick out in my head as long as I'm on this earth. That that one's going to going to always stick out in my head, especially someone reaching out to me. And then several hours later, they're being killed. And then, you know, basically saying, hey, I, I'm not I'm not all right. Like, I'm, I'm not feel like something's not right. Lord have mercy. So rest in peace to all of the, to all three of two of those gentlemen, Daniel, Trishawn Simmons, Tommy uh, Grant. Um, it's funny, you know, I'll, I'll say this in light. Never knew Tommy's last name. <laughs> he was like, don't worry about my last name. Just call me Tommy. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, don't ask me what my last name is. Just call me Shane. You know, we'd always, you know, kind of bicker back and forth. But it was always fun. And I mean, you know, I'm gonna miss that guy. And I wish I, I, I wish the best for his family, for all, all of their families. I, I pray God's strength um, to help them get through this terrible time. Um, I hope that their memories live with them and helps helps them get over it. You know, uh, well, not necessarily get over it, but helps them get through this hard time in life. And all the friends and family who are, you know, feeling a loss right now, my condolences are out there with you because you know what? It's real because you're not the only ones feeling a loss. You know, as as the friends, it's bad. But I can imagine the parents of, of these three men who were killed um, so tragically. Um, and stuff like that. But I'm gonna keep you guys posted on the story because unfortunately, I know it sounds really, you know, weird, but I want to know what happened with the driver. You know, was he drunk? You know, was he, you know, what, 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 what caught, you know, what had him driving down the wrong lane? You know, um, there's a person who was in the car with Tommy and Daniel and Treshawn who did survive. And I, and, you know, I have access to chat with them. Maybe one day I'll hear about it. But if not, like I said, I will not pressure them about that because that's just a lot of a lot of drama. But, yeah, guys, I just wanted to just make this a tribute video for uh, Daniel Ewing, who's uh, the third, whose funeral is going to be September the 17th at St. Mark Missionary Baptist Church in Allendale, South Carolina, Carolina. Uh, BFK Funeral Home is the presiding funeral home over that uh, service. Uh, Trey Sean's funeral is going to be Tuesday, September the 22nd at 12 o'clock p.m. at McCarmel uh, United Methodist Church in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, if you guys, you know, really want to know the information about where Trey Sean's, uh, you know, if it's in North Charleston or Charleston, you can actually type in Trey Sean Simmons obituary on Google and uh, it'll come up with the um, the name of the. Well, you know what? Screw that. I can find it for you guys real quick. Let me pull it up real quick while I'm on my computer. Um, 
let's see here. Gosh, this is going to take a little while. While I do that, let me go ahead and talk about Tommy. Tommy's body is at Levy's funeral home here in Columbia, but there, you know, is to be announced about his funeral. And um, let's see the name of this. I'm still trying to find the name of this funeral home for Treshawn. It's a different sounding funeral home from what I'm used to. So just bear with me, guys. Like I said, this is a tribute. Uh, show here. I'm not trying to do a lot of laughing and talking here. So let's see. Okay, Dickerson uh, Mortuary in North Charleston, South Carolina is the presiding funeral home over Treshawn Simmons' funeral. And that funeral will be Tuesday, September the 22nd at 12 p.m. Um, in North Charleston, South Carolina. But, you know, rest in peace to these guys. May they live on through spirit and memories of of everyone who loved them and knew them. And I pray for peace and tranquility and um, just wisdom and patience for the families and friends of these three individuals. Appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, feel free to hit that notification bell on your spotify app or your apple podcast app i make shows weekly and if you do that you'll know when i make a new show once again appreciate you guys for listening rest in peace guys y'all you guys fly high y'all take care bye